This episode is brought to you by Netgear, Orbi Wi-Fi 6. Is your Wi-Fi feeling old? It doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is if your Wi-Fi router is old and outdated. With Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear, your Wi-Fi will feel new again. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at your local Best Buy or at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. Coming up on TMS, a little tug and pull. Uh, how's the vividness of their menu? Edith Rice Pilaf. Hardcore Christian dude lady. Nude live eels. That's a crowbar for your back. Unusable knobs. Number one, time for number two. You can bet your bottom ruble on it. 500 days of summer place. Morella, less Barbara. An atheist film. Nobody prayers. <laughs> Get that center tooth fixed with all that cash. Spider-Man peters out. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I take it your ship is in trouble. Yes, and my commander stayed with it. Thank you, my mom, and thank you, Dad. The Morning Stream is brought to you by Frog Pants. Because toad trousers doesn't flow as nicely. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. This is The Morning Stream. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett, and we're here doing it again on a Monday, February 10th, 2020. Hello. Hello. Yes, please listen carefully as our menu may have changed. It may have. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's funny you brought that up. Oh, really? Yeah. I got a thing to tell you about. Menus changing. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I'm at a McDonald's drive-thru the other day getting yeah. a single spicy chicken sandwich. No fries, no drink. Being good, sort of. <laughs> Being good by going to McDonald's. Yeah. As good as you can be at a McDonald's. As good as you can be. Uh, we're in the drive-up, and I noticed, I don't know when they did this, and maybe it's been forever, and I don't go that often, so maybe it's a good sign that I don't see this very often, but their menus are like great, big, high-contrast screens now, like color screens. Oh, like their drive through menu is? Yeah, or at least the one over here is. So when you go through it, it looks like a permanent menu, like it's been mm -hmm. a, either a poster or stuff's been like placed printed, in it. Right, a printed thing. But then it changes oh. when you're there, d depending on the d time of day, like it's breakfast stuff early and other stuff later. But also when you put your stuff in, it it, it like morphs into the like line item of what you bought and how much it's going to cost you. And it does the whole readout on this giant long form TV, oh, upside down TV. Cool. I was blown away yeah. by that. It was really nice. It was really good. That's and you know cool. what, what really blew me away was the contrast on these things in the middle of the day with the sun shining on it. It mm. was no different than a poster or a print or a, a you know a, a non-led freaking you know screen like i don't know how they're doing that now how, how are those screens doing that kind of contrast i don't know it's crazy. And why can't they make my tablet do that why can't they <laughs> indeed yeah exactly uh it's funny because you know we both remember a time when somebody had to some some poor uh minimum wage worker had to go out there in the 20 degree weather and turn a little knob to change the breakfast menu to the <laughs> lunch menu. <laughs> yeah, they don't have to do that now. Now they just flick a switch inside and they're good to go. Or I imagine it's even more automatic than that. It just, uh, just yeah. does it automatically at a certain time of day. That's really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And then one other quick recommendation, and then mm -hmm. we're going to get to our annual uh, Oscars rundown. Yeah, I know there's a few of you who don't want to hear it. I know. Uh-oh, someone uh, get rid of oh, Dong Awareness. Geez. He's got a very serious <laughs> dong awareness. Dong, dong awareness. Six twenty four is. Uh, if you're, if uh, boy, if yours looks like that, uh, <laughs> ask a doctor to take a look at it. <laughs> uh, yeah, ASCII your doctor. 
what's right if it's right for you. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, what was my uh, point there? My point there was uh, uh, oh oh, oh. we're gonna say one more thing and then we're gonna talk about Oscars. Yes, and there's some people thing. who don't want to hear about it, but uh, it's fine. We do this every year oh, since cares? we started the show, yeah. so that's how it goes. All right, so uh, uh, a quick recommendation: if you're in the South Jordan slash Draper area here in Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. uh, or in the Salt Greater Salt Lake area, you can uh, you you can and should if you like Indian food. If you don't like Indian food, don't go here. But if you like Indian food, this brand new place opened up, and it is so good. It's called Saffron Circle, and it is the most amazing Indian food I've ever had. It was incredible Indian food, and I've had. And we're talking Eastern Indian food, not Native American food, but Eastern Indian. Food. Yeah, 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 like yeah. you know, like uh, curries and you know all that yeah. stuff, naan and whatever. Uh, I've had plenty of Indian food in my day. Never had it like this. It was unbelievable. And the prices were good. They weren't like extravagant or anything. The uh, place in there is so cool looking. They got hand painted murals everywhere and it's not cheap. Uh, Everything feels kind of modern in a weird way. Uh, Nicest people and just legit food, man. Man, that food was good. The only thing that (laughs) that went wrong was this, uh, our waiter, uh, his zipper was down the entire time. That was the only thing. So. <laughs> do you guys didn't let him know like i guess how do you let the waiter know because that's exactly. right that's pretty close to eye level exactly so i was going to ask you if you what would you say to to your waiter or what would, is there anything you can say because we were just yeah, like well i guess we just let it go we didn't know what else to say i okay. mean the trick you know the trick is to do it you don't want to do it in a way that says by the way waiter your flies down so the whole table or even worse the whole restaurant here's that you'd be trying to get a you know you maybe you know you pull them you you coax them down with a little little uh mm-hmm. a finger wave here hey come on down here one second um your flies open yeah. just so you know yeah i mean yeah. i guess you could do that but i i don't know also he was right. very very from india meaning you know very well, thick that's accent. culture and well, i mean that's my point like i don't know what culturally <laughs> is it culturally appropriate for me to pull a guy aside and say hey your zipper's down uh, yeah i don't know i don't know I no so idea. the food was really good and the ambiance is really nice but but how are how is the vividness of the menu the vividness is actually is it, uh... it's super chill like somebody is it a clearly printed menu or is it video screens or is it uh it's a clearly printed menu but they do it they're like clipboards and then Somebody very artistic is running the place because the, yeah. they're like clipboards and then these very fashionable laminated single sheet menus. So this one's the yes. wine list and this one's the full, uh, the, the the five course thing you can get. And this other one is just like the single item thing and there's drinks and all that. And they're all just in there as separate things. So you just sort of can choose what you want to do and pull it out, look at it, put it back. And they're all like that on these clipboards. And that sounds weird. But it actually was super like elegant and nice. Like I can't explain it. It was a very cool place. Uh, so uh, highly recommend it. It was upstairs, downstairs, brand new everything, just beautiful flooring. Like it's not some. I don't know what to, I don't know how to compare it. It doesn't feel like some Bollywood nightmare hit you in the face. It's just a. <laughs> we nice actually had place. A, a great restaurant experience uh, Saturday night. Took Tina out for her um, birthday dinner. This is with family and friends. And uh, went to this, uh, I think it's becoming my new favorite Italian place in Denver. It's called yeah. Odyssey. And it is Sicilian run by a guy. I, I would say I'd be surprised if A, I think he's Sicilian. And B, I think he uh, had a restaurant in New York and then came to Colorado and opened a similar restaurant. But it's basically like 
two or three houses that he bought right on Sixth Avenue, which is a major thoroughfare, and joined together and turned into a restaurant. So you're going upstairs and into rooms that, that you know, probably at one time was somebody's uh, living space and and um, incredible Italian food. I get uh, the the poorly named but incredibly delicious fisherman's platter, mm. which. Wow. Feels like you're ordering from a Red Lobster, yeah. But it's all like non-breaded, non-deep fried, but grilled seafood, scallops, calamari, fish, shrimp, um, mussels, cool. clams, oysters, and I am not exaggerating when I say that it is a it is a massive plate full of food. Um, I ate, you know, I ate what I wanted to eat out of uh, off of it. Right. And uh, requested uh, to-go boxes, and they had to put my remain my <laughs> leftovers into two to-go tins. Those metal, circular metal tins with the clear plastic lids. Oh, they had two of so them. So basically, Jeez, Louise. two of them. So I had some for lunch yesterday. I'm gonna have some for lunch tomorrow, and I probably will still have some for lunch, uh, or today and tomorrow. Probably three days of leftovers from that meal. It's incredible. Really, that, really good. That's a lot of food. But I will say this, yeah. and it's funny because we were talking about John Mulaney and the um, the What's New Pussycat uh, routine of his, mm. which is absolutely hilarious. Yes. We were talking about that Thursday or Wednesday or whenever. We actually had that happen to us uh, Saturday night. We're sitting there eating our lovely Italian meal. And the music, you know, I'm, I'm always in tune to the music that's playing in a restaurant. Just comes with my my brain right yeah. like i'm always aware of what song is playing having conversations with people but my song is always like oh what song is this who's doing this okay i know this one mm -hmm. so you know there's like godfather songs playing and then this and then that um uh are there uh, really godfather songs like like yeah yeah time? there was like the theme from godfather played at one point oh, and Livian rose by edith piaf played at one point and sure and uh then we hear a uh, theme from a summer place okay this is the song that goes, da, it's an instrumental. Da, 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 oh, right. Yeah, I know the one. And that song ends, and then it starts right back up again. Da, oh, no. Da, 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 oh, no. And then that version ends. Is it this song here? And a version with... The That's one. the one. Okay. Just, and it's in, like an Andy Williams thing or something? Or am I thinking it's a... And then you get the lyric one. The third one that played was the one with lyrics that we're just hearing right now. A wow. summer play. Wow. That's fantastic. And um, and we start laughing. Like, George, George is with me. And uh, he and I just both start laughing. Like, okay, I guess we're getting, <laughs> I guess we're getting a summer place. I think at some point somebody accidentally did something with their their uh playlist and set it to alphabetical order instead of shuffle and oh. it just started going through all their different versions of summer place <laughs> that's amazing i like to think somebody was dorking around with you guys and i hope they were oh. i hope somebody was it might have been because it was getting to be like 11 o'clock they just had a couple tables left and we were sitting there um finished dessert and we we're just sitting there chatting and maybe the, maybe it's their way of trying to get people out yeah <laughs> all right Hit them with the five versions of summer. Yeah, <laughs> that's their last uh, last resort to get exactly. people to. Then, H then they gave there. us. A, then it was like a uh, we had a different song, and then just like the John Mulaney thing, it went back to another the the instrumental version again of summer play. Unbelievable, summer play. unbelievable. So, uh, so you're a so all right. 
That sounds that sounds great. I love that. That's I love great. that that happened so, to you and not me. And also, you eat too much seafood. I can't stand seafood that much. I don't like it. Oh, I love seafood. I know. It's, I wish I liked too. it more. I really do. Oh, uh, poor. This one doesn't work so well, Dung Awareness. I can't. Uh, well, I think we just need to block anytime we see somebody named Dung Awareness, whatever the number is in the chat. Yeah. If you ever, <laughs> you guys ever see like a Dong in the uh, chat there, uh, just auto ban. That's what you do. Uh, auto bang. Auto, auto, auto bang. bang. Yeah, auto bang. <laughs> auto yeah. bang a dong. Get it on. <laughs> auto bang a dong. Bang a dong. Get it on. Uh, uh, we also right. did a uh, mystery date on Saturday. Tina. It was oh, yeah. Tina's turn to, to plan a mystery date for me. I saw and this. I, I thought you were. I thought the... you were injured. I saw this on uh, Facebook. I was right? like, "Oh, Brian's. Heart. What do you do with his hand?" I was freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I posted some photos on on Facebook of this, but Tina took me to a glass blowing class, mm. and it was like a one hour, one hour learn how to blow glass um, deal. It was great. Uh, she found it on Groupon, I think. And basically, we we uh, signed our little waiver, and we gathered around a um, uh, a table that had six acetylene torch um, flames going. Well, she had to go and turn them on, and then like a little, um, like a little vent unit that would catch the flame. So basically, the there was a little bit of flame exposed between the end of the acetylene torch and the beginning of this vent that the flame was going into, so that we weren't all firing flame at each other. <laughs> oh, good. That's good. Jeez. And then she gave us uh, glass tubes that had like a long, skinny tube, and then a fatter tube at the end of it. And we loaded that with the colors that we wanted, crushed glass uh, with colors, and then slowly started rotating it in the fire. And then when it was good and hot and glowing, picked it up and blew on it to kind of slowly make a, a glass bulb out of it. And I caught, caught this one on uh, video, but Tina uh, blew a little too hard and a little too fast <laughs> and exploded her glass bulb uh, inadvertently. Like, it, it just... It was great. It was great timing. Just like, and then all these little floating, almost cellophane-y shards of thin glass. Oh, yeah. Don't breathe those uh, in. Don't breathe those in. That'd be bad. God, no kidding. Yeah. But um, uh, she's, yeah, that happens from time to time. If the, you know, if one part of the glass gets too flimsy or too, um, too thin. Sure. But it was really interesting. Those, those pieces of glass, you'd think that even when they cooled, They'd harden, right, to where you could like mm -hmm. kind of snap them, like really, really thin glass. Mm -hmm. No, they were like cellophane, like like they were bendable and weird. Yeah, it was crazy how how thin it wasn't like a borosilicate. It was like a really thin. So did you bring home like a sweet uh, blown we, glass we did. thing? Brought home a couple. Uh, we each brought home two um, two of our projects, uh, <laughs> two bongs, <laughs> two glass pipes. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, it's better. You could. They they weren't teaching how to make those, but it was clear that if you signed up for like a, a few four hour classes, you could sit there and just make bongs all day. Oh yeah, they'll take your money. They don't care. Yeah, exactly. It's Colorado but, too. Um, man. We're ready for the recreational weed. Let's they're ready. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> bring it on. Sure. But the uh, yeah, so brought home a glass uh, like a sphere on a on on the tube, and then a um, and then a flower. Because once you if you decide you want to. Um, break the sphere open you had tools that you could kind of bend and shape the glass while it was in the flame to make it a flower shape and it was mm. really cool so we did one one ball one flower 
That's, that's and, awesome. Uh, I've never done really this, cool. or I've seen it done, and I always thought, hey, that might be fun to do one time or something. But It was a blast. It was such a good time, and, and super creative Tina to, to figure out something that I never in a million years would have guessed that we'd be doing. So Yeah, big surprise, right? Yeah. Nobody saw that so. coming. Lava tubes. They weren't like lava. They're glass tubes. <laughs> they were not like, they weren't lava tubes. No. They get hot, but they're, they're not like lava the internet. Tubes. It was a series of tubes, just like the internet. Lava tubes. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, uh, you know what yeah. time it is, Brian. It's time for this. Whoops. I'm supposed to be back here. There you go. They, That's the one I was expecting. <laughs> All right. We're going to do a quick wrap up of uh, who won at the Oscars last night. Yeah, uh, boy, you you know how uh, how it is, Scott, when you've got a, a movie that you really love, that you've been telling people about ad nauseum for the past several months, mm-hmm. and it ends up in the uh, best picture nomination mm-hmm. field, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and then it wins. Yeah, no. oh, I guess I know. I guess I know how that. Yeah, feels. Yeah, you know how maybe, that feels. Maybe you don't know. Maybe yeah, you don't know how that in 2015, <laughs> I knew how that felt right up to the last second, and then I didn't know, <laughs> and then I didn't know, but it, I know what should have won in 2015. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, it's uh, it's a quick breakdown of what happened. So uh, a bit of a surprise to a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, including the the odds makers. For uh, sure, Parasite this would have been one to bet on when we talked about betting on the Oscars. Oh, a few big weeks time! Ago. People were were yeah. not so convinced it would take the big prize, but uh, Parasite, the big winner, walked away with it all. The big snub here is that outside of the um, Brad Pitt Best Supporting Actor uh, mm-hmm. win. Uh, Tarantino got squat, got nothing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just nothing. Zippo production anything. design as well, but that's oh, know, that's I missed it. that. Okay, all right, yeah, I did. Okay, so up there, a couple ladies got up there with uh, like they looked like they were going to be doing an episode of Coffee Talk. It looked like Linda Rich. It looked like Mike Myers, Linda Richmond getting up there. All right, well, you know, we just want to talk about how production <laughs> design happens and. <laughs> yeah, I missed. So I, I should make an I should make an admission. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't see any of it. I followed it all on live blogs, mm-hmm. but saw none of it. Oh, so, gotcha. Okay. So I missed like the cats people uh, with the the Rebel Wilson. Yeah, James Corden and Rebel Wilson. Yeah, missed that. Uh, missed the, all the that. Ghost Rider's own Rebel Wilson. Yeah, just saw her. <laughs> just saw her and Ghost Rider. That's true. Anyway, yeah. so uh, here's your here's your list here. Uh, you got your best picture went to Parasite. First time in 92 years, the entirety of the competition that a foreign uh, language film won best picture. It's never happened yeah. before. Uh, best director also went to Parasite's Bong Joon-ho, who seems like a riot. I want to hang around that guy. Um, He's super cool. Like his uh, um, his acceptance speeches were great, yeah. and he you could just tell he was just so. Oh, he's, uh, he's on fire. He was loving it. Yeah. Um, his tribute yeah. to Scorsese was great, and all that stuff's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, um, uh, Somebody asked him outside how he was able to come up with such a strange movie that's so hard for people to even describe to anyone. He says, because I'm an effing... What do you say? I'm an effing weirdo, he says in English. Which is Did great. he really? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Also, I want to be his translator. She looks like she was having a ball. Um, she was. Boy, talking about like... She she didn't she probably didn't think she was signing up to get up on the Oscar stage multiple times throughout the night to yep. uh Yep. <laughs> uh you got your uh, your Renee Zellweger for your uh, best mm-hmm. uh, actress there. That deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh you- <laughs> I mean that's all right. It's, it's fine. It's all right. I wasn't I saw I saw Judy and I wasn't 
I thought she was good, but she didn't do anything that really took me away from saying, yeah, it's Renee Zellweger playing Judy Garland. There was never, there was never a time that we were watching and said, oh man, she, she's so much in the role that I forgot I was watching Renee Zellweger. Unlike uh, Charlize Theron, who did such an amazing job in Bombshell, there were times that we really forgot we weren't watching Megyn Kelly. That, you know, it seemed like Megyn Kelly was... Right there. Well, it would have been nice, but she's used to having an Oscar rob after uh, Mad Max Fury Road. She's used to it. She knows what's <laughs> up. Uh, actor in a leading role, Joaquin Phoenix for the Joker. Uh, he got yeah. up there and uh, talked about cows and semen and stuff, or wasn't that the deal? <laughs> he talked, yes. talked about artificially inseminating cows and then taking calves away from there. Oh, that's others. what it was. Yeah, he got up there and did yes. a bunch of social justice stuff, which is he fine, I guess. Did. Yeah, you uh, got out at least one. You yeah. got out at least one. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Joaquin Phoenix. Then you got your actress in a supporting role. Went to Laura Dern. She seemed delightful, uh, mm-hmm. best I could tell from again yeah. not watching it live. Um, I was playing D and D when all this was going on. Oh, very cool. That's fun. Two weeks in a row, I was playing. We you know what? It's it. it's um, this would have been a good. This is a good Oscars to just watch a video of the highlights because mm. there were. You know, the, the James Corden Rebel Wilson thing was kind of funny. The Maya Rudolph Kristen Wig announcement was funny. Eminem performing for, I can't figure out what reason, but a really good performance of Lose, Lose Yourself. Yeah, what was that for? I don't know. They never said it's like, oh, it's the 20th anniversary of 8 Mile, or it's the, you know, it's this or that. It was just like, here's Eminem. He's going to perform Lose Yourself coming up out of the bottom of the stage. And it was like, all right, well, this is really cool, but. You're already, I mean, you're, you're, you're already running late. You know, they went a half an hour plus late. And I'm wondering if it was like a, something changed, backed out. We needed a quick fill maybe. in or maybe, I mean, this isn't yet another year, what, three years in a row now without a host, no hosts or whatever it is. Uh, two at years? least two years for sure. Maybe three. I yeah. kind of like no hosts. I think they should keep doing that. Yeah. But, I mean, a lot of, a lot of people get up got up and did host things steve martin and chris rock did uh did basically what the host would normally do which is the ah uh so and so is here and everybody applauds and now we're gonna rip on them so and so is also here and those Here's two jeff bezos those those guys are former hosts like literally former hosts right. so may as well right. have them do that like i have no i think that's how you do it i think you gone go, we don't need our bob hope just have everybody come up do a little bit have a whole bunch right. of them i think yep. that's great do that uh, someone says uh, Jane Fonda looked fantastic at almost 80 Isn't, I thought she was over 80 Isn't Jane Fonda in her 80s? Do I have that um, wrong? I don't I know wrong. Anyway, did she uh, say save the whales or do anything like that? Or she, was... she did not, she's 82 Yeah, she um, Yeah, 82 That's She right. got up and did the best picture announcement And um, she, I don't know she, <laughs> she to me looks like someone who's had a lot of work done Oh, it's all work yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, she's yeah. got she's pretty sharp under all that work, but uh, for know, sure, still she's still mostly plastic now. Yeah, <laughs> she's a yeah. rubber she's a rubber woman. <laughs> she's more uh, she's more Rella and less Barbara. Yeah, this is all true. <laughs> uh, Laura Dern won, so that's cool. I was pulling for Florence Pugh, but I just like her in general, and I biased. Yeah. Uh, actor in a supporting role, we got the Brad Pitt. For the once upon a time in a in a in a Hollywood there, and let's see here. Good, good speech from Brad Pitt. Another you know kind of like what he did at the Golden Globes, just kind of like ah shucks, you guys are awesome, thank you, and ah shucks. Yeah. <laughs> did he say me and Jen are getting back together? Did he say that? No. Uh, he did not. Surprisingly. Okay. All yeah. right. Just gonna fire one over the 
the Angelina Jolie bow. He, he and uh, he said, "Me and uh, Jennifer Aniston are never ever getting back together." Ever ever together. Yep, that's good. Then he said, uh, "Hello Jojo there." Jojo Rabbit got the adapted screenplay, so we got a great speech from Taika Waititi. Did you see him hiding really his funny. statue later? He was like tucking it no. underneath the chair in front of him. It was pretty funny. Was <laughs> he really? No, I didn't see that. It's like, like, could you keep an eye on this for me while yeah. I go do it? Like I go uh, announce the. Uh, he didn't know where to put it. You could see it on his schmaskers. face. You could see it on his face. He was like, I don't know where to put this. So he just tucks it That's under the seat really in front funny. of him, like you would on a plane or something. It was pretty yeah. great. I, mean, I guess you got to do that. Like, you know, you went early on the night. Brad Pitt was the first winner of the night. Then he has to keep getting up and applauding and standing, standing ovations and stuff. And I guess you just kind of set it down on the floor on the seat because you're not going to hold it under your armpit while you while you clap right <laughs> right you got to put it someplace and if you don't have people for that then stick it under right. the chair and he strikes me as somebody who would not have people for that so right i love totally. that guy uh mm-hmm. animated feature went to toy story 4 i was pulling for klaus but that's because it's an underdog and it, i probably had never had a chance to totally win but i love that it was in this category yeah. Uh, how do you feel about Hair Love when in the uh, animated short there? I, I think I might have even said it last uh, week when I had these as my recommendals, the live-action animated shorts. I thought uh, Hair Love is probably going to be the one to win, and it did. Um, I was pulling for Memorab, which was the um, the French Alzheimer's. <laughs> you know, I told you, it was like, all right, you've got cancer, terminal illness, Alzheimer's, uh, animal cruelty and abuse, and... Uh, <laughs> And, and then hair. Uh, Chinese uh, forced abortions as the five movies for the animated shorts. Right. The happier so, one again, won, I guess. Or the one the happier the, one won. Yeah. And then same with the Neighbor's Window. Out of all those, I really like Nefta Football Club and Sorry a little bit more, but Neighbor's Window is a very accessible, easy to watch one. Is that the one you were telling me about? It's like Rear Window a little bit? Yep. Yeah. That's exactly it. All right. And I think uh, um, Shia LaBeouf called it The Neighbor's Widow. Oh. Which is... Which is kind of a spoiler. It is a little <laughs> bit of a spoiler. Yeah, well spoiler done. Spoiler alert! Jeez, thanks, yeah. uh, Shia. He's a, he was confused in his head, and then part of him said, "Just do it!" And so he did right. it. He just exactly. did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Production design. Once upon a time in Hollywood. That you're right about that one. Let's see. Costume design. Little Women. That makes sense. Your uh, period piece always seems to get those. Uh, yep. Documentary feature. American Factory. Uh, it's on Netflix, free to watch. Well, is it? I need to watch yep. that. Okay. Yeah, good. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, we talked about that on Saturday night, and George said it's really good. Sh- should watch it. Sound editing went to uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Ford v Ferrari. Ford v Ferrari. Yeah. 1917 one for sound mixing. 1917 one for cinematography. No surprise there. Yeah. A little surprised how it got sort of shut out of everything else, though, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, I really did yeah. think it's two things were director and best picture. I really did. I thought that was going to be Yeah. Good. Well, and, and uh, I mean, you look at um, Joker, which had the most nominations, I think it only won two things. Mm-hmm. Uh, giving the first uh, score, um, to the score a, a Oscar right? went to a woman. Yeah. It's awesome. Which was really cool. Yeah. And then uh, obviously Joaquin, but it had, you know, it had 11 going in, only won two. And, and Irishman had 10 going in and won nothing. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, you just are you're just Scorsese and you just sort of are him and you and it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's all right to be him. Uh original song, this is my favorite thing. So uh what's yeah. his name wins? Uh Elton John. Elton John wins for original song I'm gonna love me again from Rocket yeah. Man, a movie about him and his old music. So he makes a new song. Sure. It it gets an <laughs> it's for a movie about his life and all his old music. 
And he wins an Oscar for most original song for. I mean, there's so much meta going on. That's amazing to me. <laughs> That's great. Well, you can't win for uh, for your song or Rocket Man or I'm Still Standing or anything like that. This is basically I'm Still Standing 2020. Is it was what this what this song is? Kind of, yeah. Lyrically, it is. Um, yeah, but uh, he looked like uh, my mom. I mean, he looked like my mom standing there. Oh, Just put that out a little, there. Yeah, a little puffy, but um, <laughs> a little slurry, like. Like slurring a lot uh, when he was doing his performance, it was it was weird. Oh, he performed. I didn't again. I didn't see any of that, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. It was good seeing Randy Newman perform. It was um, boy Cynthia Rivo's uh, uh, performance was really good. Mm. I didn't realize Chrissy Metz from This Is Us could sing, and mm. apparently she sings for that um, that Christian film Breakthrough about a kid who falls through the ice. Oh, is that the? Oh, that's what breakthrough is. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see that movie. No, Dave. So they can market movie as a as a as a Christian film. They ever market movies like, oh, this is an agnostic film, or here's well, an atheist film for you. Well, I mean, if they could, maybe it's because everything else doesn't have an agenda like that. But I just feel like, just why not? You just make a good story about a kid falling through the ice. You don't have exactly. to exactly. Don't What's have to have a thing. You? Just come. Right. I feel like I'm being. I don't want to be pandered to. I don't want to be. I don't no. want that. That's not what I want. Exactly. I mean, I, don't, I can't even imagine if you're like hardcore Christian dude, lady, whoever. Mm-hmm. Do you also like to be pandered to like that? Wouldn't you just rather? I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's ask Kirk Cameron. Let's ask him. Let's get him on the phone. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Those are your big winners. And sounds generally like it was a pretty decent show. Uh, it was all right. I mean, you know, it was, yeah. it was, uh, it was, it's fun when you're watching with a group of people. We have an Oscar party every year and our friends come over and I have ballots. Everybody fills out. And Oh, how'd you end up doing on the numbers by the numbers? Uh, 16, I got 16 out of 24. I won the night. Not bad. Not bad at all. That's very good. Did you? I even went out on limb and predicted uh, Parasite to win best picture, even though everything was, everything was telling me it was going to be 1917. I'm like, oh. I wanted Parasite to win so bad. I'm putting it as best picture. Did you jump up so. like a girl and just go wee when it won? <laughs> I didn't know. All right, girls. I don't mean that in a negative way. Okay, you guys are just excited and it's great. I love watching it. Realized as I was saying it that I could be in trouble. All right. Yeah. Well, I think that's all well and good. There you go. I think that now we should probably uh, give the world what they really want. <clears throat> which is free game codes if they win something and a <laughs> chance to hang out with Brian Dunaway, who is joining us shortly. If I can just get this to run. There we go. All right. Welcome this to the show. Welcome to the program, our good friend and pal and podcasting uh, cohort, Mr. Brian Dunaway from uh, all the way in South Carolina. Hello. How are you? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hello. Oh, hello, Brian. Such a jolly... Uh, hello when you come on the show every time it's always a jolly hello yeah why is that mondays and wednesdays are my favorite days of the week see how is that possible most people hate hump day and most people hate monday how what how have you turned that around (laughs) give us your advice what's your life advice absolutely because well partially because of this and i love starting a new week because it's full of hope nothing has been dashed at that point like friday like fridays i feel like well that was a rough one. Let's get out of here. <laughs> mm. but, sure didn't uh, accomplish as much as I wanted to this week. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
But Mondays are like, yeah, full of opportunity. And Wednesdays are pretty good, too, because it's like that's when you get your second wind. It's like, all right, we got this. How do you feel on Fridays? Think you feel pretty rotten on Fridays? Like, oh, this didn't go well. I actually feel it's just according. It's like, dang it, I didn't get everything done. Now I'm always excited about, uh, you know, because it is the start of the weekend. So, you know, I'm excited to get started on that. That's like that's like later in the day. I'm not excited about Friday until like around 5 p.m. So that's kind of a late starter. Do you play that song? That go, uh, everybody's looking forward. No, to no, the no, weekend. no. I always play the "Just Got Paid" Friday <laughs> night. Wow, party hopping. Wow. Oh, you don't do uh, "Friday I'm in Love" by The Cure? That one's no, not I don't do that. That's not on Poor old John. Did you guys know that Johnny Kemp died? Did we talk about that uh, before? No. Who's that? Yeah, yeah. He drowned like in Jamaica under mysterious circumstances. Oh, that's not good. When this happened recently? Uh, two. 2015 or 2005. I can't remember. It's been a while. One of the five. It must have been all right. probably five. I don't remember that at all. did just got paid. Wow. Yeah, you got uh, paid. So somebody called <laughs> Somebody called and got nervous and hung up. So call back. <laughs> Nothing to be nervous about. We're here. We're here I don't to, want to talk to some, these people. I know. They, I, I want them to win. I want the nervous people to win just as much as the yeah. uh, overly confident people. So call and now. trust me, you don't have to talk much. No, no you hardly have to say a word. The That's the beauty of it. All right, we do have a caller. Let's find out who this is. Hi, welcome to the show. Who's this? Hey, this is Spencer, who actually hung up. Uh, my daughter, my 11-month-old daughter, is yelling in the background. <laughs> oh. So. Oh. <laughs> That's all right. You know what? Let me tell you something. That's what 11-month-old daughters are meant to do it's 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 only natural and right so no no stress or judgment here that's awesome uh welcome to the show it's good to have you here brian Abbott, you're going to explain to him how this works and what he could win that's exactly right i'm going to give scott and brian a topic they're going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic if one of them gives a wrong answer repeated answer or they hem and haw and take too long to come up with an answer the win is going to go to the other player spencer we're hiring you to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic Today, you're playing for a couple of Steam games, courtesy of Wesley, Desert Child, and Graveyard Keeper. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, like Graveyard, Graveyard Keeper's Keeper. awesome. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, yeah, that's Is it a, like the that's... opposite of Animal Crossing? Like, you're burying <laughs> animals in your backyard? No, that's funny you say that, because it's kind of, it's it's got a Stardew Valley Animal Crossing kind of vibe to it, except you are managing a graveyard. It's done in some retro graphics, but it but it's beautiful. It's one of those really oh, animated, like oh, cool. awesome it's pixelated things, and it's very fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. It's like star. It's like yeah, exactly, Chad. It's like morbid Stardew Valley kind of. It's very good. There you go. <laughs> morbid it. Stardew Valley. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Spencer, that could be your prize if you win. Uh, but before you can do any of that, I need to tell the guys what their topic is. This one comes to us from TMS Mashups, Jamie. Uh, he assembled the list of uh, Tom Cruise films mm. that made $100 million or more domestically. So Tom Cruise, $100 million or more domestically um, uh, films. There are 20 of them. Exactly 20 of them. As a matter of fact, um, the bottom two on the list made between 100 and 101 million they're that close to 100 wow so he never he never makes a bad one then is it what we're saying here sounds like well he's he's made a bad he's made money he's made movies that don't make money (laughs) money 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 money. i should have said money yeah right money money money, money, money. exactly money money money. uh all right so knowing that that is the topic spencer who would you like to go first and who do you think is going to win let's do scott to go first and brian to win all right i like it here goes uh I'll start with. I should probably start with an easy one. You should uh, start with an easy one. 
Now I'm trying to think of what is the easiest thing. <laughs> <laughs> Probably um, one of the more. I'll just do one of more one of the more recent fall uh, fallouts. Uh, Mission Impossible <laughs> is called Fallout. The so Mission Impossible Fallout. That's a good one to start with. Yeah, two hundred and twenty million dollars at the box office came out in 2018. Mission Impossible Fallout. That's just U.S. money, right? U.S. money, not world. Just that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Just U.S. No, no Chinese money, right? Okay. <laughs> That's where the big money's at. That's right. uh, I don't understand why Scott just didn't go with Mission Impossible One, but I'm gonna go with Mission Impossible. Wait, wait, let me think. Wait a minute. Ten highest grossing films. Let me yeah, think. Let me 20, think. A lot of Twenty them. highest grossing films. Twenty. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, that's even bigger than I've even got a bigger brush. Then I do. will definitely go with Mission Impossible One. That's a really good idea. That one <clears throat> made $180 million at the box office. Came out in 1996. We watched it for Film Sack and they killed Emilio Estevez right off the bat. Yeah, dead man walking. Yep. He got stabbed in the eye. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. He's uh, one of the reasons why I wanted a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Not to I get think, stabbed. I think he boosted laptop sales. I think Emilio Estevez boosted laptop sales worldwide after that yeah, film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's do my... F- I don't know if it's my favorite. But well, No, it's not my favorite. I have a favorite, but it's not mine. I'm going to stick in the Mission Impossible space and say Rogue sure. Nation. Rogue let's Nation. Let's get these out of the way. Rogue Nation 2015, $195 million at the box office. Oh, that's lower than I... Ninety-five. Yes, it is. It's lower than I thought. That made me nervous. Um, you know what Scott's doing What's is he doing? <laughs> he's naming those Mission Impossible movies, and now we've mentioned three, yeah. and he didn't call them by their number as well. He just called them by their names, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm forgetting <laughs> the first one right. he said. Yeah. Maybe. So, Maybe all right, it's so a I'm going to I'm going to hop Maybelline. out of the Mission Impossible franchise. Okay. And go with um War of the Worlds. Oh, War of the Worlds. Mhm. 234 million dollars came out in 2005. That's a very good choice. By the way, um Fallout and Rogue Nation, the one Scott mentioned, don't have numbers. They they there are no numbers in the titles. They just yeah, well, they, yeah, they, they don't. But I always yes. number them. Well, it doesn't matter. You get it wrong if you told me uh, Mission Impossible Seven. Yeah, then I story. wouldn't give it to you. You got to tell me the actual name. All right, War of the Worlds off the list. Two hundred thirty-four million, two thousand five. Tropic. Just kidding. Uh, let's do. <laughs> <laughs> I loved him in Tropic Thunder. It was an amazing. Me too. Little role. Um, but it wasn't like a leading role at all. Uh, let's do. Let's let's go with the. The one that should have been the best one, but sadly wasn't. Uh, Mission Impossible Two. Has Mission to Impossible Two does have a number Ooh. in the title. Two thousand. That one came out. Two hundred and fifteen million dollars it made at the box office. It's not too bad. All right, then I'm going to go with Mission Impossible Three. Get it out of the way. Two thousand six. The lowest. You made a good point once you said that about the number thing. Here's the, the irony. Lowest, That's the uh, lowest, but yeah. it is the best, man. Yeah. One hundred thirty-three million dollars. Two thousand six. And. Uh, Great movie. Possible trace. Absolutely the best one they ever made. I'll fight anyone who says different. <laughs> Let's fight. It was really good. All right. Uh, that was done away, wasn't it? That was done away. Back to you. Um. Oh boy. <laughs> now I'm starting to get nervous. Um, Nerves. 
probably... It's not adjusted for inflation, is it? It is not. Okay. Oh, ooh, that's ooh. You know, you just scared me. Yeah. Ooh, crap. Because there's a couple ooh. I can go the to. Because ah. the next ones I had. Yeah, that's what I. That's where I'm at. I'm in that boat. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, didn't I miss a? I think I missed a. Oh, uh, uh, the other one, uh, ghost, 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 something, ghost, uh, it had, uh, uh, um, Hawkeyes in it, um, oh, shit, the one that was in Dubai, and he was, like, jumping off the biggest building in du Dubai, and it was called Ghost something, Ghost Recon, no, that's in a video shell. game, Ghost in the <laughs> Shell, Ghost, Ghost, Protocol, bro Protocol, Ghost protocol is correct. You sure it's not yes. protocol. I prefer protocol. Protocol. Ghost protocol came out in 2011, 209 million dollars at the box office, uh, and also uh, a Mission Impossible without a number. That um, you've named all the Mission Impossibles, so those are off the board now. <laughs> yeah, those are done, right? Yeah. Yep. Did we say Mission Impossible one? We did, I guess. You did. Or yes. Dunaway did. Right. Dunaway did. Mm -hmm. I did. Dunaway what? Did it. You can't tell him that. Oh, good point. Well, he he said it basically. Son of up. It. Well, now yeah, I, yeah right. but Brian already said we did them all. So, so I can do that. I'll just go. How did he say protocol? <laughs> uh, did he say? Uh, I'm just confirming. Confirming, you know. Just confirming. Yes. <laughs> oh, good, point. good point. All right, we'll do that. All right, all right. Uh, oh, um, I want to dip back in the old stuff, but since it's not adjusted for inflation, I'm a little bit nervous back there. And so I've been trying to think of. Uh, I missed a couple years ago, but jeez, did it make good in the U.S.? I know it didn't do good critically, but I think just about everybody went to see it. It was the, it was when he did the Mummy. So mm. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with the Mummy. The Mummy, June 2017. That one came out and made 80 million. Oh no! no! Dang it! Just missed no. it. That's just so uh, close. Did you have another? Do you want to take another guess, Scott? Just to um, I want the ball. I want. I want to. <laughs> he said, "War of the Worlds." I wanted to say maybe um, the like Last Samurai. Maybe is on there. And this was just uh, box office take, right? It's, this was an all time right. It's income, just right? Bo it's box just office, box office, U.S. box office, correct. Right. Last right. Samurai, hundred and eleven million dollars. Oh, uh, I would have gotten it. So that one would have. That, that would have gotten it. Uh, so you could have also said a few good men, Austin Powers really? and Goldmember, Collateral. What? You want to talk about Austin? Because that Powers? doesn't count. Okay. Why not? Why doesn't it count? Uh, He's he basically is Austin was, Powers in the movie within a movie of that uh, uh, film. Uh, okay. <laughs> He'll allow it. I'll allow it. Uh, yeah. Collateral, Edge of Tomorrow, Interview with the Vampire, Jerry Maguire, your favorite oh, Jerry Minority Maguire. Report. Oh, Minority Report's on that oh, list? Dang why it. Why didn't I say that? <laughs> Rain Man, The Firm, Top Gun, $179 million for Top Gun. Oh, see, that was Tropic the one I was Thunder hesitant. was on the list. Oh, no way, dude. Oh, man. That made $110 million. And squeaking in with $100 million, just barely above uh, Vanilla Sky. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. Hundred million six hundred fourteen thousand uh for vanilla sky. Well the the money I know a good bit of Tom Cruise movie trivia, but I didn't know the give me some monies. That's that is yeah. wild. Yeah. And I still disagree with that Austin Powers win. I'm not gonna let you You're you know, not letting that happen. Have it. Well then you can't, can't let then you should feel the, the same movie way. That he appears <laughs> in. 
you should you should feel the same way about Tropic Thunder then, because he's barely in exactly, that freaking yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. Well, that's I a do. bummer. I hate that to say this, but uh, Patrick, you you sat there and kept your your eleven month old so quiet, but yeah, yet Spencer, you, Spencer, I'm I sorry, say, Spencer. Hey, yeah, now I'm also sorry for calling you Patrick. Uh, <laughs> how do how do you feel about this loss? Are you all right? You gonna be all right? Okay. <laughs> I like it. I you can try again now? next time. Yes, chin up is what I would say. All right, well done. Uh, well done, Dunaway. That was a, it was a lot of fun, and also I'm a little surprised by some of those. Uh, yeah, Top, I was too. Top I Gun was, was absolutely, I was going to say Top Gun, but I just kept thinking. There's, That's maybe what it's I kept thinking money, too. Right? You know? Because I was, I was like, that wasn't box office, because I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's made tons of money since then, but it stayed at the box office for a pretty good while. Well, but it's not just inflation. that. It's just that, inf yeah, inflation. And if, if Brian wasn't accounting for that, I thought, well, I think movies in like '87 weren't making that kind of cash, and I just couldn't, rem right. couldn't remember. Yeah. But uh, now uh, we know. Far and away, only made 58 million. By the somebody asked about that one. The so Jack what, Reacher what the films mummy... haven't made. Mm. Oh, what yeah. did the what did the Mummy do in the in the world? Because world is 409 million. It did uh, great overseas. Did great. 300, 329 million international. Right. But um, but only 80 million here in the U.S. Dang it. They like yeah. when uh, when he runs. They like the running. Legend, yeah. fifteen million. <laughs> legend. Oh yeah, legend. Legend's Even so uh, Magnolia, cool. Taps didn't do very well. Rock of Ages, The Color of Money, only fifty-two million. Eyes Wide Shut, fifty-five. Yeah. Um, uh, Days of Thunder, eighty-two. Valkyrie, eighty-three. Oblivion, eighty-nine. Yeah. That's Something all. called Space Station that I can't uh, don't remember. Don't know that at Came all. Came out in 2002. Space Station. Oh, he was the Rivers. he was the narrator. It looks like it was an IMAX film. How about that IMAX River's Edge movie? Or no, was it River's Edge? No, it was the Rebe What was the one where he was, there was all the young actors in a movie together? Like Patrick Swayze. Was oh, uh, the Outsiders. The Outsiders. How'd that do? Twenty-five million. <laughs> oh wow, it's not bad. Yeah. Not bad for how old that is. Well, I can tell. <laughs> I'm going to do today. I'm going to go down a big old rabbit hole of how much did this movie make? Mm. Yeah. Right. War of the Worlds, the biggest um, domestic movie oh, that, he's, really? that he's had. Yeah, but Mission Impossible Fallout, the biggest worldwide. Okay, hmm. that's almost a billion, right? Worldwide, got to be. Uh, seven hundred eighty-seven. Oh, okay, billion. that's a lot of a lot of cash to spend. It is a lot of cash. For, Hold on, is uh, that think the you could get is, that center tooth fix? Is that the most recent one? <laughs> See, Fallout the, is the most recent one. Yeah. Okay, that was Fallout. very good. I liked Fallout a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I did too. Although. Uh, I don't think there's enough money to get that tooth straight because his whole skull would have to shift over a notch, wouldn't it? They just have to knock out all of his teeth and then re-glue them in place. Oh, my gosh. Nah, if I've learned anything, he could easily just put a mask on it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if only he would have done that in a film yeah. that we could reference. Yeah. <laughs> That's if only. All right. Well, Dunaway, it's been a pleasure. Now, today at 3.30 Mountain Time, Brian and I are going to get back together and do the Boop Show. That's today at 3.30 Mountain at frogpants.tv. I hope you'll join us because we got video games to talk about and lots of fun to have. Uh, so we yeah, we do. To that. It'll be great. Brian Dunaway, everybody. He is the Brian Dunaway on Twitter. Also, but it's, is it Mission Deep again? Like, what do you, what'd you do to your Twitter account? What are you doing over there? Oh, it's, it says uh, it's the Brian Dunaway, but then you can put your name above it. But I decided to put my handle above it since I already have my name in the other part. Well, when I went and looked lately, it says Mission Deep again. You sure you didn't change That's it? That's right. No, I just changed it because you got two. You can, you can, your handle is there, but above your handle, uh, is 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 a name you can put. You can put your own name. Well, yeah, but if somebody says, hey, what's your Twitter account? You tell them the account, and it used to be The Brian Dunaway, but now it's Mission Deep, right? 
I'd like that's add. right because I changed that part. But now the address is still the Brian Dunaway. It is. You could also hey, follow hey, we, the mission. Yep, when you guys are done talking about this, <laughs> right? But the the real takeaway here, the real takeaway uh-huh. here is that uh, when I came onto the show, I was very hopeful, and now I'm very pessimistic. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Oh, Bye. Dang, we've ruined his Monday. Yeah, his, <laughs> his Monday's all shot to shit. All right, I am going to do one news article. Okay. Because I want to do it. I want to do it. So here it is. Today's news is brought to you by Fred and Ken. Brand new episode of Fred and Ken up today. I guess brand new installment. How about that? There you one? go, installment. Everyone hates scam calls, right? Find out what Fred and Ken do when this practice hits a little too close to home. Head to fredcancomic.com and get the latest. You can get the comic lots of ways, now including an email every time there's a new strip. That's fredcancomic.com. Yep, go up there, check it out. Put it up last night, or this morning, I guess. And uh, it's a weekly uh, endeavor now, every Monday. Have they have they not created the um, internet suffix .comic? Feels like that should be a thing, right? Uh, maybe they have, and, they, and I just don't know it. Is there yeah. a .comic? Let's just look. Okay. Uh, let's see. Because I think there's a dot podcast now. I wonder if there's a like if if anything there's a dot comic or there's a comic dot comic right. It's got to exist. <laughs> comic dot comic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would think. All right. Apparently no. Oh, all right. Well, dot we need to comic. need to petition uh, your call your congressman and have them add a dot comic. Oh man, if they do that, I want to be there day one and get some stuff. No kidding, yeah, right? I want to do that. <laughs> like we're gonna be like ready to hit the enter button. Spiderman dot comic, <laughs> Batman dot comic. <laughs> you, you think they'll ever do like a dot podcast? That could be a thing too. That'd be cool. I they did do a dot podcast. Did they? Maybe not. Maybe. They yeah. Did. Now I'm looking that up. Hold on. Yeah. Dot podcast uh, domain. Well, maybe not. No. Nope. And. I guess not. I thought that they did, but I guess I am not seeing it. They have a lot of weird ones. I don't know why they don't have that. Mm-hmm. All right. Check this okay. story out. A man found guilty of smuggling 50 million euros worth of live eels out of the UK. Oh, geez. Or is that pounds? I think it's pounds in the UK, yeah. But is that the symbol for pounds? That's the that symbol him? for pounds. Euros is the, um, like, a. Uh, oh right! With the slat, the lines through it. Yep, I mean, I never remember which is which for some mm-hmm. reason. Anyway, seafood salesman. Hey Brian, you like seafood? You like this? Stuff. I do like seafood. The seafood salesman has been found guilty of smuggling more than fifty-three million pounds worth of endangered live eels out of the UK. Gilbert, I really hope he put them in his pants. <laughs> I do too. Gilbert, All the best burglars <laughs> put him in their pants. <laughs> his name is Gilbert Koo. He's sixty-six, and he transported the rare uh, Elvers. Elvers. Okay. Elvers. Huh. Sure. From London that- to Hong Kong, under hidden underneath other fish. He put them under other fish. Ah. Uh, yeah. Between uh, 2015 like a- and 2017. <laughs> that's the, uh, what's the game with the, the uh, uh, Assassin's Creed? So that's like when you're traveling in a big group to hide from the... <laughs> Hide from the bad guys. Yeah, you you hide. You walk between other Italians. Yeah, other Italians. They'll never find you. Oh right. man, that Brotherhood multiplayer mode was so much fun. I love that. Now oh, you're reminding cool. me how much I like that. Anyways, found guilty on three counts of failure to notify uh, the movement of animals and three counts of evasion of prohibition uh, or restriction on the export of goods at Southwark Crown Court. Yes, Southwark Crown Court. Philip. <laughs> The Crown Prosecution Service, or the CPS, has smuggled more than 5 million Elvers. 
That's a weird name. Over a two-year period with an estimated retail value of more than 53 million pounds in Asia, East Asia. I've never heard that term, um, Elvers. Never in my life. Yeah. Eels, uh, plural for eels is, for a bunch of eels is Elvers. Yeah. I'm trying to see if like Elvers is like um, a pregnant, oh, baby eels are Elvers. Oh, okay. Huh. I've never heard that. Elvers. Chu from Chessington in Surrey kept the live eels imported from countries within the EU in a barn in Gloucestershire before repackaging them to be exported to Asia. We had quite the crime spree last night um, in Castle Rock, which was south of of Denver, halfway between Denver and Colorado Springs. Um, Apparently during the day, somebody disguised themselves as a security guy and went into five different restaurants, Chili's, fish some fish taco plays tokyo joe's like these all these chains and um and asked to you know to uh to check their security system make sure everything was working and up and running and while he was in there he disabled the alarms disabled the cameras and then they just went back in the middle of the night and cleaned all five wow. of these, or four of these places out they apparently couldn't get into the chilies but they tried <laughs> oh wow that's crazy that's yeah. that's an intense heisty story. That there. is like that is like movie plot yeah. heist. Yeah, that's not just like bumbling idiots trying to take the cash register right. money. Smash that's... and grab. No, that's like uh, I would check. Maybe George Clooney was behind this whole thing. He might have been. Yep, Danny his, Ocean. His deal. Danny yeah. Ocean's at it again. Um, <clears throat> wow, that's crazy. And also a, a weird thing happening in a town called Castle Rock. Weird. Mm. Oh, well, well, weird, mm, weird. Weird. Wild stuff. All right, we're going to take a Some break. Some lady all mad about the ending of a book that she's a big fan of. Yeah, uh, probably needful things because that ending of that book sucked. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will be spending some time with our good pal, Steven Schleicher of Major Spoilers fame. Uh, we want to talk about that lock and key. It's now on Netflix. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm very excited cool. <clears throat> to get in there and check that out. Have we heard from Daryl? I don't know. Uh, we have. He said no real news. Uh, he said Picard episode three came out. It was good. Okay. That's the news. Fair enough. So then we've, we've covered it. We'll agree with Daryl. No Daryl today is what we're saying. <laughs> so we'll do that after this song. But That's before right. that, Brian has to describe what the frick it is. So what do we got today? That's right. Uh, the band Galactic is celebrating their 25th anniversary of uh, making music. They've worked with folks like Alan Dussant, Cyril Neville, Macy Gray, uh, Sharon Jones of the of the Dap Kings, George Clinton, Doug E. Fresh. Uh, over there, over the course of their uh, 25 years, they've got a brand new single that they're releasing as part of their celebration. It features Angelica Jelly Joseph on vocals. Here is Galactic and the brand new song "Float Up." It's not a real name, is it? Jelly Galactic. Angelica Jelly Joseph. It's her. It's in quotes, like that's her nickname. We oh, call her Jelly. Okay. Well, short for Angelica. I'm Jelly of her name. Here we go. <laughs> Enjoy this. We'll be right back.
Time to talk about our good buddies at Netgear. We love Netgear. Ah, uh, yes, Netgear. Hey, how old is your Wi-Fi feeling these days? Does it buffer all the time when you're trying to stream stuff? Does connecting new devices to it slow it down? Can it handle all the gaming video calls and large files you're throwing at it? And what happens when you try to do all that stuff at once? Oh, man. No good comes from that. It doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is if your Wi-Fi router is old and outdated. With Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear, your Wi-Fi will feel new again. Wi-Fi 6 is the latest tech that allows more devices to connect and stream simultaneously without impacting speed or reliability. The result delivers the fastest Wi-Fi for all your devices anywhere in your home. Stream in HD, 4K, or even 8K without buffering, eliminate lag while gaming, and connect more devices to your Wi-Fi than ever before. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is like upgrading your Wi-Fi to first class, you know, like on a plane. Very comfortable. Lay back, put your feet up. Mm. If you're ready for the West, the West, the best Wi-Fi ever, you can get it today from Netgear and never worry about Wi-Fi again. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at your local Best Buy or at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. And we thank them for supporting this show. So your mission was to destroy the meteor before it hit Earth. Exactly. A giant, hairy scorpion. Wow. So intro. Much show. This is the morning stream. Some of you are probably wondering what this thing is around my neck. Here, do you see this, Brian? Mm -hmm. I do. It's a, uh, it's a cursive letter F. Well, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a back massager, right? We'll it's go, a, no, it's we... called the Theracane, and the idea is it uses um, leverage, right? Like all the stuff you learned in Phoenix in physics, your physics class. You uses... might have learned it at the University of Phoenix. <laughs> might have. 
you put some leverage, like these little knobs here, you put them on like a sore spot on your neck or your back, which I'm currently having right here because mm-hmm. I slept funny. And you put that little knob right there, and then there's like this leverage that is created by the angle of this curve, and you sure. can just dig in there like, oh, like just n- It looks like a crowbar up. for your back. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And you just rub that knob out of your back, that knot you're getting in there, and it's great. This thing is great. Now, I've never actually figured out how to use the rest of all these knobs that are on this. There's like one, There's two, lube three, on that four, bottom five, one right there. <laughs> this, yeah, what's going on? Mm, <laughs> don't know what that's about. Anyway, uh, that's what that was in case anyone in the chat was worried that I was wrestling with a <laughs> stick or whatever. All right. Uh, hey, Schleicher time. I like, Schleicher time. I like Steven. He's cool. I do too. He's a good he guy. is major spoilers. Yeah. 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 Majorly spoilers. Bring him in here, see what's up in his world. Play his little theme yeah. here that goes a little something like this. Steven. Steven Schleicher, all the way from Hayes, Kansas, here uh, on the behest of major spoilers. It's good to have you here. How are you? Hey, thank you, Scott. Good morning, Brian. Good, good morning. morning. Welcome. Hey, so uh, you, you're, uh, uh, the lock and key is out. Yes, talk, it is. We should talk about that because... Okay. Uh, have you seen it yet? Your your job is I to did. see these I, things. Okay. I have watched the first two episodes. For years, I have raved about how good the Lock and Key series is from uh, Gabriel Rodriguez and Joe Hill. And if you haven't read it, go read it. It is fantastic. It's a closed uh, story. It goes, what, like six volumes or something like that. Yeah. So it's not like you're going to have to read 700 comics or anything to understand what's going on. Um, the Lock and Key TV show has been in production or attempted to be in production for 10 years now. Yeah. And it finally, finally, finally got a green light from Netflix and the, uh, the whole series dropped this past Friday and I did watch the first two episodes. So how'd that go? You like them? Um, yeah, I'm getting into it. The first episode was very scratch my head going, okay, what direction are they going with this? Because there's a lot of things that are significantly different from the book. Mm. Uh, But after episode two, and I, again, I would have watched more, but I was, taking care of some other things um, after episode two, I can kind of see where it's going and I can see how they're starting to bring in the greater uh, book uh, mythology and story into uh, the series. Okay. Um, so it's, it's worth checking out. If you're a fan, be prepared for it to be very different. Now here's the weird thing about three weeks ago, somebody released the Fox pilot from 2000 and, you know, eight or nine or whatever that was right. Right. on yeah. YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I had a chance to watch the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And that Fox series was a direct adaptation. Like there was very little uh, difference between the welcome to Lovecraft first volume and that first episode mm-hmm. of that pilot from Fox. So if anybody who saw that and thinks that that's, what's going to happen with this Netflix series, the two are vastly different from one another. Did you? That's interesting because that was Fox, like regular old Fox, right? Like Fox, yeah, yeah, network. regular old Fox before they figured out, you know, that they're stupid. And, <laughs> and then wasn't it? Were they gonna? They were gonna shift it to FX for a while or something. I remember there was something like that going on. Well, it was gonna know. be over at Fox. Then it was. I think it was supposed to move over to USA or some. That seems to pop up in my head as USA because they passed on it. And okay. then, um, and then it was floating around as maybe a. Um, series on Disney and then, uh, or no Hulu. It was going to be over on Hulu. Oh, that's right. Which is owned by Disney. Same thing. And then finally Netflix is like, no, we'll do it. We'll give it a full season. So interesting. Okay. Well, so you're two in and you think there's some promise. 
Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the actors, I really like the actors. They're really good. Um, there are some, you know, there's some little minor tweaks like uh, in the comic book. Now, maybe this will play out in the show a couple more episodes in. But in the comic book, after, you know, the death of their father, uh, the mother is a base, not a raging alcoholic, but she is heavily into the sauce. And there's really not very much of a hint of her being an alcoholic in this uh, in the show, oh, it right. appears more to be along the lines of she's just so distraught of, over the loss of her husband. Right. Just she's just upset, not drinking upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do okay. There's one character. I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a character in the comic that is just really, really over the top, freaky, uh, creepy. Is that yeah. dude, dude in there? Is do we get that? Uh, dude? He had, so again, go and look at the IMDb because this was my question too. Is because Echo shows up in the first episode, yeah, uh, down in the well, and I'm like, are they going to do something to make this person, you know, be able to play Dodge? Yeah. And I went looking on IMDb. No, they actually have two separate actors doing that that one part. Interesting. So. Hmm. Okay. Well, you're the one that got me to read the comic in the first place years ago, and I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. One of my favorites ever. The art is insane. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it, so, so I would recommend people like you go get it and read it and then also watch this. I haven't started yet, but I'm going to crack it open this week sometime uh, and get watching it because I love that it finally got made. Well done, Netflix. Yeah. Making, yeah. Uh, making stuff happen. Getting the job done. Uh, but you'll and you'll report back if you think it fizzled out or didn't do as well as it could. Oh whatever. yeah, I plan on trying to watch uh, an episode every couple of days until it's done. I'd, I'd blow through it all, but I just don't have the time right now. But I've got to get it done before the end of the month because end of the month, uh, Altered Carbon season two. Oh drops yeah. Um, so so no Joel Kinnaman though this season, right? Somebody else. No, they just oh, uh, really? they just announced who, and I forgot who the actor was. I saw it just the other day. That they revealed the sh- first shots of uh, our main character in his new new sleeve. But, yeah, I was gonna say it's just a new, so it's the same character oh, new sure. sleeve, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's a yeah, clever a, way of doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a, oh yeah, Anthony Mackie. That's right. What, oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Anthony Mackie. You got me. You got yeah, me. Yeah, that's Falcon awesome. Action. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh no, that's that's I like that. That's some cool mm-hmm. casting. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited about that. Get our get our little Blade Runner taste on. I like that. Um, I was gonna say, what was I was say when I had something else to tell you. What was it gonna be? Oh, oh, did you like what Netflix did with Umbrella Academy? Because there's another example of yeah. A I think it like was that. a. I think it was an improvement. I uh, the you know the first volume was kind of slow in places and didn't make a whole lot of sense. And what they did was they took I think it was the first and second volumes and smashed them together, especially with the time travel part, mm-hmm. uh, so that it made the action a little bit faster in. Um, in the uh, in the Netflix series. Interesting. I didn't. I still haven't watched that. I feel bad. I oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I meant to. Kim yeah. watched it, and I didn't, and I don't know why. Oh, Baton Baton Two One Six says there's a Lovecraft movie out uh, or coming out called Color Out of Space. Color Out of Space dropped this week, I believe, in limited release. And if you you guys just did Ghost Rider on um, Film Sack, mm-hmm. so if you're looking for some more, uh, what's his face action? Who? Uh, uh, just did Nicholas Cage is in this. Yeah, Nicholas Cage is the really? is the main character in this. Color Out of Space is really trippy. It is a story about a meteor that had crashed to Earth inside of a well in this farm, and how the area slowly starts to change, and the people who live there slowly start to change and go insane, and it's very crazy. Um, Tommy I, Chong's in this movie. Why is Tommy yeah. Chong? Tommy in Chong? Here? <laughs> uh, weird. 
was weird. Yeah, it is. It's really trippy. It looks really good. Although if people are really excited about seeing um, color out of space, there is a, I think it's a German black and white version of color out of space from a few years ago. Yeah. You can find it on iTunes very easily. I think it is very superior to what I've seen in the trailer for this, for this upcoming movie in the way that they handle this weird color that can't be described and how they deal with trying to make it a, um, kind of following uh, what Lovecraft was was trying to write, so people might want to check that one out too. So when when did HP Lovecraft stop writing and just got into printing and like laser printers and stuff? When did that stop? When did it, <laughs> was it just in the middle of his career? Was it late? Was, you know, yeah. Well, happen? he took a, he took a break of about uh, sixty years. Oh, okay, and then started again into the laser printer. I mean, look, have you picked up the new HP Lovecraft? It does double sided prints. <laughs> Double-sided full color. Matrix. Yeah, double-sided, double-sided Cthulhu prints. Yeah, Cthulhu prints, they call it. Cthulhu ink is what you need. You have to replace right, it with the Cthulhu yes. ink. And it only costs your soul, so it's fine. Don't worry yeah, about it. Uh, well, Stephen, this has been uh, grand. Uh, oh, also, um, hey, uh, Doctor Strange has a new director, right? Uh, well, it's in talks, and that's the thing. People are like, oh, no, uh, uh, Sam Raimi is definitely going to be directing uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That isn't confirmed. He's just in talks with it. This was a story that broke on Variety um, last week. But I was curious as to who you guys think you might want to see direct a semi-horror movie for Marvel. I mean, I don't think I want Sam Raimi to do it. And I don't How know come? why I feel that way. Oh, really? I think I still you know, have... He's got his he's roots in horror, weird. right? Yeah, he's yeah. got his good... Like the weird dead... Uh, um, evil what's Dead. What's the Bruce Campbell yeah, thing? Evil, 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 evil Dead. Evil Dead. Army yeah, Dark I mean, that sort of thing is kind of fun, fun horror. And I think that would probably fit well with the current Marvel style of... It probably will. Action. I feel like the the way that Spider-Man petered out still still has a stink on it, and it bugs sure. me. So when you say another comic book adaptation, and let's get Sam Raimi in here to do it, you're worried just, about a, a disco Stephen Strange wearing a black collared <laughs> shirt and strutting down the street to a little. And it's an unreasonable <laughs> yeah. thing to worry about. I know that. I just yeah. I don't know. I, so I'll say sure. Why not? Let's have him in there. But also, isn't there a new writer or something? Something got changed there too. I thought. I have not seen anything okay. that. Um, Maybe not. Oh, uh, what's his name? Massaworm? No, it's not Massaworm. It's um, Cargill. Oh, uh, see, Robert Cargill is one of the writers on the on the project. Okay, maybe it hasn't changed. Maybe that's maybe that's not the rumor I read. But well, that's fine. Let Raimi do it. I don't care. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have an alternate that you'd like to see, Brian? If uh, do could we could we sway Todd Phillips away from uh, <laughs> from DC stuff? <laughs> oh, that might be good, right? What's yeah, Todd Phillips known for? Too. Remind me. What's his deal? Uh, Joker. Oh, Joker. Oh, Todd Phillips, that yeah. director guy. Well, don't tell Randy. Guy. He apparently has all kinds of problems with Todd Phillips. Did you hear him the Is other he day? Really? Did you hear him? Is it no. on film sack? He was all going ripping on Todd Phillips. Oh, yeah. 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 Well. I don't know what that's about. I was still thrown by his his joke about Thomas Newman and Randy Newman being twin brothers. Oh. What? Right. They're cousins. Yeah. There They're he goes. twins? It Weird. was a joke, he says. It was a joke. He totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh, I'll take. You know who I'll take here? Let's do. Um, let's do that Ari guy that did the did Midsummer and uh, uh, freaking oh, Hereditary. Yeah. Let's have that guy yeah. do something weird. I mean, I don't I need to watch. I need to watch Midsummer. I keep hearing so many people talking about. It. It's like, all right, I need to just just it's watch super, it without Tina because it's yeah. super slow and plotting. Yeah. There's not anything gory that happens until the last like 20 minutes. Yeah, and even then so, it isn't even that gory. It's mostly just like I mean there's the thing in the barn that was not the the 
the thing where she runs into the chicken coop. That was pretty horrifying. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. You're skating the line, you two. Everything about that movie is horrifying. I hate <laughs> oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate it and love it. It's just so, just, oh, it left me so when hard. You do I'm watch just going to watch it before, I yeah, know, I'm going to watch it before you guys finish this damn sentence so I don't get spoiled. Just, just remember, it's a breakup movie. It's a breakup oh. movie and. Oh, so it's like marriage story. Uh, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna watch it and go, oh yeah, Florence Pugh probably should have been nominated for this. Like this was wow. this was as, okay. just as good as anybody did this year in the Oscars. I think, and it really should have been nominated for cinematography, just in how they do the whole everything is bright and light and washed out. Yeah, it's just seen as okay. genre, and and so they don't give the respect sure. it needs. But man, it's good. It's really good and freaky. Anyway, uh, well, there you go, Stephen. Now, later today, I get to uh, – this is going to yes. be awesome. I get to speak to one of his classes at the at the university. Yes. In oh, one hour, Scott is going to come and talk to my uh, technology, innovation, and entrepreneurial leadership class to talk about how he got to become the master of all podcasts with the Frog Pad. Whoa. Network. Don't tell Curry yes. I, you said that. I'll get all kinds of heat. <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't no. say the creator. I said master of all. Yeah, there you go. There you go. No, I'm looking forward to it because a, you know, I like to I like to look at the the generation coming up and give them some ideas, and then also uh, I trust Stephen to not have me look bad. So I'm looking forward to both those things happening. <laughs> well, I mean, same time. you know, I'll ask great questions. Okay, good. It's going to be video, so I can't help that. Part. Oh yeah, that part you can't help. <laughs> I'm wearing a hat. Well, it'll be okay. All right. There you go. Uh, that'll be a little bit later. Nobody gets to see that but us, so don't get excited, yep. everybody. That's not live streamed or anything. <laughs> you want to see it? Take a class. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, anything else happening on major spoilers you'd like to direct people to? Uh, no, uh, actually, this week Dan Dan the Board Game Man is going to be doing a top five on the top five games of 2019. Mm. So if you're interested to see what the top board games of 2019 were, he's finally getting around to that this week, and then in two weeks he will have on top five uh, the top board uh, anticipated games of 2020. Oh, nice! Yeah, he does a yeah. like a really rip fast roaring version of the top five, but we never really spend yeah. much time in it. it. Sounds like you guys will get mm -hmm. to dissect it a bit. And yeah, it's about like 15 minutes or something, so it's it's that's, worth oh, listening. Wow. That's Very great. Nice. That's great. I like it a lot. Uh, Steven Schleicher, Major Spoilers on Twitter. The site is majorspoilers.com. Have a fantastic week, and I'll see you in about an hour. Stay hydrated. Bye now. <laughs> I'm going to drink a lot of water for his class. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There. And because then when he says stay hydrated, you will. You can say, I have been. That's right. That's how it's going to go. All right. Uh, that's it for him. And that's it for that. No Daryl today. I will say I'm now two episodes behind on Picard. I need to catch up. Mm -hmm. Uh, did you see the third? Did you? I did, and a lot more happens than in the second episode. Second episode is a lot of setup for stuff that happens in the third episode. So, okay. All right. uh, so it's good actually that you're two behind because then you can watch those two back to back and any, get the any sign of Riker and Troy yet? Or uh, no, maybe. Uh, well, we see that uh, Picard has a goldfish named Troy mm. and a um, uh, and a uh, cactus, a potted plant named Riker. <laughs> Shut up. Not really. That's not real. I believed you about the fish. It's now, sitting there in his office uh, where he does his Dixon Hill stuff. I mean, he did name the dog number one. so I He did, exactly. Yes. And they, number one, it's time for you to go out and do number two. <laughs> Who is it? Does he name anyone Gloria? And then... <laughs> Don't listen to him, Gloria. Gloria. Oh, I heard a theory about that. Uh, Bo said last night on... Uh, was, was we were getting ready for uh, There Will Be Dungeons. He thinks that the whole idea there is that Dixon Hill, or, or sorry, Patrick Stewart's a great actor, 
but Captain Picard is not. Right. And yes. so Captain Picard doing that Gloria thing is a, is him portraying Playing. Picard as a bad actor. Sure. It's like when when uh, uh, an actor or actress who's a really good singer acts like a person who can't sing for right. their role. There you go. Like, That's it. That's mm-hmm. totally, totally it. And I'd never looked at that from that perspective before, and it's changed the way I look at Patrick Stewart. We know, we know Patrick Stewart's a great actor. Yeah, we're, we're familiar yeah. with his work. All right, yeah. uh, Monday mashup time. Yeah, that's right. You heard me. Monday mashup. Yay. TMS mashups threw this together. He was on a bit of a sabbatical, but decided to crank one out anyway, which Don't is be awesome. Through it. It's it's carefully crafted. Oh yeah, very crafted. It's uh, it's grade yeah. A. D- double checked by the FDA. It's safe. <laughs> that's right. Uh, it's called. Let's see if we get a title on this one. Dick Digit. It's called. Oh wow. And, uh, okay. So you know what you're in for. Here you go. Let's play it. Sounds like body seen that link. Has anybody seen that link? No. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my fall lights. Did someone say KFC? Perfect. Sorry, I was adjusting my breasts in the, in the reflective glass of your window. I can actually feel it throbbing right here. It's actually moving Ooh, right now. Can you really? Yeah. Jeez. yeah. Well, and once in a while, it'll do that. If it does that for more than four hours, consult a doctor. Oh, uh, you guys. Both my testicles fell off and rolled down the hall and went under the door. Bill <laughs> took a shit on his neighbor's lawn. What's he going to do? Why is my pee blue? How can my pee hurts? Not unusual for your lizard to be still. It's not unusual. What's the next one? You got to rhyme it. He won't move. He sometimes will. He sometimes will. <laughs> Proteus anguinus, anguinus. What is that? Angune. <laughs> anguinus. Anguinus. If you were doing that in the living room the night before, don't have me over there for cocktails and wieners. I don't want to be anywhere near wow. you. You're going to pee everything. Choice of words there. Cocktails <laughs> and wieners. Uh-oh. You misspelled You misspelled They've already shown their box. Uh, don't do yeah. that on the internet. Don't show your box on the internet. I found a funny dick uh, line here. Hold on. Dick <laughs> If I can find it, where is it? Dick poop. Dick poop. No, dick poop. Hold on. Cheese dick. No, not that. Veronica, why are you pulling my dick? No. Oh, you're too heavy to be a clever dick. No, not that. I also like dicks quite a bit. I have a lot of dick lines. A lot of dick. Dick. All right, see? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. It's a tiny man. No bigger than my marionette, Dick Digit. Yeah, Dick Digit. (laughs) That could be edited to be really funny. (laughs) It's a tiny dick. No bigger than my dick. (laughs) You can totally mash it up. Maybe a little bit of core in there from this week. A little core. Yeah. That's all right. A little That's core on the core. tail end. We do a little uh, pre and post for core as well, like we do here. And nice. um, those are often full of really ridiculous conversations. <laughs> so there you have it. All right. Well done, TMS Mashups. Glad to have it. And I got a couple of bonuses from him still, so we'll play those this week. Nice. During Good. the week. Uh, speaking of which, uh, regular week this week, although... So jury's at the New Hampshire primaries, but I don't know what that right. means. Uh, if we're going to hear from him or what his deal is, um, yeah, because well, results won't come, won't have come in. I mean, he'll be there, but he probably, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, he's he's still going to be interviewing and talking to people probably as they're as they're going into the primaries, right? I, I so would not, assume uh, so. Yeah, I just don't know if he's going to be able to talk to us. So. We'll is find there a out. new app for that, by the way? Did they find a new app? I think they're just not doing an app. And also, because it's not a caucus, it's a different tracking. Oh, right, right, right. 
primaries. I don't yes, actually know what they're going to do over there. But I know that, like Nevada said, we're not doing the New app. New Hampshire. They, they had app plans in Nevada, and they're not doing that now. So Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the way I would look at that thing is, like anything, it's just a little too early for prime time for that thing. you got to mm-hmm. do better testing and load testing and all the other stuff. Like, just give it some time, you know? Exactly. We're going to exactly. we'll get to a point where that stuff makes sense, just like... You know, don't you worry, Russia. We'll have a hackable app for you ready in no time. Yeah, don't Just worry. Wait. Yeah, some kind of backdoor you can get into. It'll be great. Exactly. You can bet your bottom ruble on it. You locked with password one two three. Yeah. I type password one two three, and then I got in. I can't believe I get in with password one two three. <laughs> uh, that's it for the show. Hey, uh, reminder. We're uh, brought to you by you, fine folks, patreon.com slash TMS. If you're not already a supporter, hop in there and get one. You get a bonus episode a week that nobody else gets. You, Paul, you, you, Paul, you also get, I don't know what Paul has to do with this. You also get get lots of other rad benefits. And uh, that includes being able to play with us on our play dates. Oh, there's so much. You just got to go read about it and learn about it if you haven't already. Patreon.com slash TMS. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. You can find Jamie over at TMS Mashup, so do check him out. You can find us at Morningstream, Scott Johnson, and Coverville all on Twitter. And uh, leave us your voicemails. We love hearing from you, themorningstream at gmail.com. That's going to do it. Oh, and do check out today's Fred and Ken. I think it's a good one. It is very good. And a reunion episode of uh, America's Next Top Podcast for Season 2 going up today, so you can hear what everybody's been up to since the end of the season. Nice. 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 All right, play a song. Do you have one? I do. Andrew wrote in uh, some sad news. Greetings, Scorched and Bjorked. Um, by the way, there was a, a Icelandic woman who won for, oh, it was the woman who won for the music of Joker, mm. the score. And um, uh, she sounded just like Bjork. So I think everybody from Iceland must sound like Bjork. Did she go? And a little egg fell out of her swan dress. Great. Uh, Andrew wrote in. Greetings, Scorched and Bjorked. On February 9th, 2019, my father passed away. Uh, he would have loved the songs you've chosen in the past. If you could play a cover of the Bee Gees, it would be greatly appreciated. I love you, Dad, and miss you every day. Signed, Andrew goes by Demindrin when I'm able to get into the chat. Oh, I've seen his name in there before. I'm so sorry yeah. to hear that. Yeah, it's tough, mm. uh, especially anniversaries like this. So yeah. hopefully you go, you 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 uh, hear this song and it makes you uh, think of his his I guess love for the Bee Gees. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try I try and find something. There's a lot of Bee Gees covers that are kind of like the slow. How deep is your love? And um, Saturday Night Fever or uh, not Saturday Night Fever, but um, Night Fever and Staying Alive are kind of overplayed. So I kind of wanted to go with something a little bit more rock ready. Um, this is rock ready for sure. This is a band called Cell Dweller. They really turn up the uh, turn up the, the the rock to eleven on this one. It's their cover of the Bee Gees' Tragedy. Here is Cell Dweller.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. The Sega Genesis has blast processing. Super Nintendo doesn't.